0: Hello, welcome to another edition of Ikayutat. I'm Diane McGachran and with me is Esther Green and together we do this show about every month about the little things that help us in life and in the way that we understand our minds and our thoughts. Today's show, we're going to tell a couple of stories Storytelling is one of the oldest ways of passing on knowledge, wisdom, and understanding of the world around us. And Esther has a couple of stories she's going to tell today. So let's go ahead and get started, Esther.
1: Okay. My version. Yes. Yeah. The, um, the storytellers in my neighboring village, They have their own. Right. They may have little details that are different.
0: Uh And this is going to be your version, the way you've always understood the story.
1: Okay, good. So uh, the story goes like this. Once upon a time, there was a, um, a little boy who was born to a man and his wife. Long, long time ago, Akadamani. And then as the days progressed, before the little boy was old enough to do anything for himself or itself, his parents died. Oh, so he became a orphan. Lucky. His grandmother rescued him. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm. Nice. And she raised him but she had to work really hard for him to survive. At times, sometimes there's nothing. Nothing in the uh, traps, hmm. uh, especially during the time of uh, famine.
0: Yeah, yeah. Right.
1: So grandmother always live. The little boy behind go get go get him food somewhere um, sometimes her traps can catch only one blackfish
0: hmm. only one yeah, oh wow,
1: and the grandmother brings it home and put it in a pot. Fill it with water and boil Hmm. so that the little boy can eat the blackfish and drink its broth. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: They did not know there was a lot of vitamins in, in the broth. But anyway, that that was helpful for them. So one day, Grandmother went out to check for food. I always have in her mind the boy got to survive. He should not be starving. He should not be hungry. And I'm the provider. She was thinking those. Mm -hmm. I love him so much that I could do everything in my power to do anything just so the little boy can survive. So she left. The uh, anything traps or whatever, they didn't catch anything. Uh, he got home, she got home, kind of sad because there was nothing he brought home, she brought home. He went, she went in the house and. Her grandson was gone. She ran back out, calling his name, crying. Run back in the house. Where are you? Where are you, my beloved grandson? So she, she sat down and started crying, wailing, calling him. And then pretty soon she heard. Grandmother, she opened her eyes. There was a swallow right on the doorway. The bird? The bird. Oh, man. Yeah. Looking at them to say, Grandma, don't be so sad. I am your grandson. Now you should not worry so much because I'm going to go get food for myself and you get food for yourself. We help each other that way. Doing things for ourselves, not to anyone else. Um, so from from here on, you don't need to worry. I can take care of myself. I'm free. Hmm. The... Uh, Swallow was telling the grandmother. Before, she, before he left, he said, you can tell the whole world not to ever hurt swallows, not to hunt for them, not to kill them, Because swallows came from a little boy. (laughs) So I leave you with that message for the world, for you to spread. Mm -hmm. You see, uh, I don't know what happened after that. Yeah. But when I was growing up, I hear that. Don't hunt for swallows. Hmm. Leave the swallows alone.
0: Oh, how interesting. Don't
1: hurt them. Don't hunt for them. Just let them be swallows. Oh, wow. That's what I heard when I was growing up. That's interesting.
0: Well, remember what I told you the other day, how swallows can eat... Up to eight hundred insects a day
1: oh. mosquitoes
0: and little flies, so maybe one good thing with swallows is they eat a
1: lot of mosquitoes, yeah <laughs> mm-hmm. and there's uh there's uh wisdom in there that we should swallow too, we should listen to our grandma grandma or. Whoever is raising us, Mm -hmm. listen, open your ears because what's happening to grandma and uh, Swallow right there, Mm -hmm. lots of good gungo youth, lots of good We can we can see.
0: Yeah. Oh.
1: And feel.
0: Yes. I like the relationship and interaction between animals and humans. Mm-hmm. And this is another story about that kind of interaction and relationship. And, uh, yeah, that's a really nice story.
1: Mm-hmm. I'll bet the
0: little boy loved being able to fly.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> he can fly, fly around. Yep. Look around, and they have such a great, sharp eyesight, right, yeah. yeah,
0: think of the skills he got as a swallow that no human has, mm-hmm. <laughs> so that's kinda of, that's nice. Do you think the grandmother was relieved? Did it make her feel better? yeah
1: she she accepted. Mm-hmm. Um, that she don't have to worry about her grandson being hungry and cold and so forth like that. Yeah. So, so they help each other. Right. They their mind became one.
0: <laughs> That's nice.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay, I like that. That's a great story.
0: And another story you were going to tell is how the crane got its
1: blue eye. Okay, all right. Once upon a time, there was a crane flying, looking for a place to stop, rest, and eat. He saw a piece of land, From way, way up there. So he decided to go down because he was tired (laughs) from flying all over that day Mm -hmm. above the ocean water. So he dove down and he got there. His eyes were so tired that they need to rest. So he took his eyes out, put them on the little hill. <laughs> you guys wait for me. I'm going to go eat. I don't know how. Wow. But that's just a story. Yeah. <laughs> so after he took his eyes out, put them on top of a little little thing, before she, before crane leave, said, You two, anything anything dangerous, come up. Call on me. I'll come running back (laughs) to save you guys. So he left. And then pretty soon, the crane heard, Hey, mother! Danger is coming. He's going to get us and fly away with us. Oh, I'm coming. Running back. And the eyes were there. His eyes were there. And there was no danger. They were laughing and giggling. They played a trick on him. So they that happened how many times? And the last time it happened, Crane didn't run back, didn't go rescue them. Even they were calling, and while they're, come and help us, pretty soon the voice disappeared, got further and further away. the crane was saying I'm not gonna run I'm not gonna run let them scream and holler I'm not gonna go because when I get there they'll be giggling laughing how I believe their lies and so she got full bears and went back to his eyes to put them on, got to the little hill, my eyes are gone. It was really true that they really needed help, and I didn't believe them because they lied to me so many times before. I thought they were lying. Oh, no, what am I going to do without my eyes? <laughs> so he started uh, looking around. Maybe maybe uh, there's enough salmon bears. I should maybe put salmon bears. Oh, in place of the eyes. Yeah. <laughs> so he picked two big ones, mm. put them on. Opened his eyes and he looked around. Everything was orange. (laughs) Water was orange, the grass orange, the rocks were orange, he was orange. Everything, oh, I don't like this. The sun was orange. Raindrops were orange. Clouds were orange. <laughs> Even the raindrops. <laughs> yeah. Oh my goodness, he didn't like the color. Mm. Everything orange. So I took them off. This, this color is not for me. He looked and looked and he saw red berries. Mm. I should try red berries. He picked up the two biggest ones. Put them on, opened his eyes. <gasps> everything was red. <laughs> his body was red, water, everything. He <laughs> didn't like it. So he took, took them off and he looked around and came to club Crowberries. He took them because they're nice and big. Mm-hmm. Slip them in. And he couldn't see anything. Everything was dark. Couldn't see anything at all. He didn't like it because there was no daylight. Took them off. So he went around and he came to blueberries. He picked up the bigger ones and slipped them in. And he opened his eyes. Ah, everything had its own colour. Green trees. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> everything was back to normal. Huh. Like he saw it before his eyes got stolen. So that's that's the story. I don't know what happened after that. Now, who told you who told you
0: these stories? Did you hear them a lot growing up? Yeah. Who would be the tellers of the stories? Any? Was it adults, grandparents?
1: Sometimes. Adults sometimes kids. Yeah, with, when we were young. Oh, with the story knife? Mhm. Did you and you did that
0: growing yes. up? Yes. You did a lot of storytelling mm-hmm. with the story mm-hmm. knife. Mhm. In the mud? Mhm. Or in the dirt? Yeah. That must have been a lot of fun.
1: Yes, lots of fun. Because, you know, the boring story, you can be creative and make it uh, interesting. Spice it. Spice it up. (laughs)
0: Spice it up. That's right. (laughs) Oh, So I'll tell you an old story that I've heard. And maybe you've heard me tell you this story before. Once upon a time, <laughs> uh-huh. there was a farmer, and he was plowing his field with his horse. Um, he, was, he was using a horse to pull the plow. So he's plowing his field, and the horse, something frightened the horse, and it jumped and twisted around and ran away. Mm-hmm. And all the other people in the village, they said to this farmer, Oh, I'm so so sad you lost your horse. How are you going to plow your field? And the farmer said, well, it could be good. It could be bad. Who knows? Well, a few days later, his horse came back and it brought some other wild horses with it. Uh He had found another herd of horses and came back. Now the farmer has more horses and all the people in the village say, wow, that's so awesome. Now you have a lot of horses. Um, You're going to be so wealthy now. And the farmer said, well, you know, this could be a good thing, could be a bad, who knows? I just accept it right now. Then his son was helping him one day, trying to train the wild horses how to help on the farm. And he fell off one of the horses and broke his leg. So the village people were like, oh, so sorry, your son can't help you now because he broke his leg and... The farmer said, well, you know, this could be good, could be bad, who knows? Just going to go with it. And so one day, the boy was still healing from his broken leg. And he was about 19, 20 years old. Some officials from the military came to the village and said, we're going to go to war and we need all the young men in the village to join the military so we can go to this war. And the farmer though, his boy didn't have to go because he had a broken leg. And the village said, oh, you're so lucky. Your son has a broken leg, he won't have to go to war. And the farmer said, well, you never know, this could be good, it could be bad, who knows? And so that's uh, the story. Mm -hmm. What do you think of that story?
1: It it really fits to the one I experience, it could be bad, it could be good, but that—that that thing I didn't even know when I was going through what I went through. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. My son Wilson was moving, and his family too. Uh, yeah, I was leaving. <sighs> yeah. To Anchorage. Yeah. And, um. Oh, yeah, at first you were like, oh no. I was I was so down. Mm-hmm. But, you know, he has his own family. Mm-hmm. And I can't boss him around. <laughs> right. That's none of my business what they're going to do. Mm hmm. But I was really sad. Mm-hmm. Why are they moving to Anchorage? Oh. Mm-hmm. But I never let him know. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was graving without saying anything.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So, after they moved, my health went down. Mm-hmm. Sick. Sick. Mm sick for a long time. That's when you had to stay in Anchorage? Yeah, and they met met about me, and I had to stay in Anchorage Providence Hospital for a long time. Right. Yeah. And one day the nurse came. I couldn't do for myself Mm -hmm. because I was pretty weak. I couldn't. I've got to have a lot of help. One day the nurse said, "You're gonna go." They had tried to put me to a and m c, but then the officials there didn't want. Me. <laughs> Who could not want you? Oh my God! So yeah, that was too much
0: COVID there. Well, this is when you had COVID. Yeah. Well. <laughs> so. Okay, they didn't want you. They didn't want me. But lucky uh, for you, yeah. who had
1: moved to Anchorage, and then, <laughs> uh, instead of going over there, since you're you're clear of COVID, you have all you need to do is just get your. Uh, pneumonia all well mm-hmm. at your family's home. Oh. Where am I going? To your family. Wilson's- no more hospital. <gasps> now see, that's that's exactly that story.
0: Yeah. At first, when Will, when your son was going to move, it seemed bad, but you never know. Yeah. And then later... You needed a place in Anchorage, and what a wonderful place you could stay with him and his family, mm-hmm. and they could take care of you.
1: And the way <laughs> the doctor put it to us, when you're with people that you know, mm. you get stronger faster. So true. And when you eat your own food, because your own food is a medication. Mm. You get well fast. Yeah. Uh, All that. Yeah. So it wasn't bad after all. Right. Wilson moved to Anchorage. Yeah. So I could have somewhere to go when the hospitals kicked me out. Well, that's how it is.
0: (laughs) (laughs) When they kick, they kicked you to the streets. (laughs) We don't want you anymore. Well, I mean, I think that's part, that's what that, that was what my story was about. Like, yeah. we never know. So be careful how much you react to things. Yeah, Stay a little more calm, acceptance, you know, yeah. like that. And, um, so that was the story that I, I really like mm. that I've mm. been told before. So, well, that's kind of a all we were going to do today is tell a few stories and really celebrate storytelling which is a wonderful thing and mm-hmm. um we
1: we also if we um really examine the stories mm-hmm. we can find do's and don'ts yes in each of the stories yes that are being told
0: exactly, and find meaning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that. All right, thank you for listening to this uh, edition of Igayutat, and <laughs> hope you have a wonderful rest of your day. Thank you for listening to Igayutat, hosted by Diane McGaughren and Esther Green. Produced by KYUK.